This is a Soulfire production. So, hello, welcome, 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 friends. I have been, I've been a victim of this bullshit forever. Not a victim. I do it to myself. Um, I have lived in a world where doing is rewarded, where handling everything and saying, don't worry, I got it gets you a gold star. A world where martyrdom is praised. And something inside of me tells me that you may have been or still are living in that world. And I thought I had escaped it. And then I had a baby. (laughs) And not only did I have a baby and become a mother, but I'm the breadwinner for our family. I also run a company of 13 people and I tend to be the caretaker and mother in many of my friend groups. And doing is pretty easy for me. So I think I fall into this trap relatively easily because I can just do it. I'm like, I got it. I have someone for you. I can make that happen. I can show up. I can reschedule. I can carry the weight of the goddamn fucking world on my shoulders. Don't worry about it. I got it. Everything's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Right? And I think this started from a very young age and it just became a way of being for me. And it was like, oh, well, Kelly can handle anything. Kelly is resilient. Kelly can carry so much. My coaches and recruiters and um, parents would always say when I was playing volleyball, like Kelly carries the team on her back. No matter what, Kelly's got it. And I was on multiple national championship teams from the time I was 13 on. And so in my world, if you don't carry everything, you're doing it wrong. And I've worked so hard to unravel this belief system within my life and my body and to my core. And I was doing so good, you guys. And I had a baby and it was like, try again. As having a child does, as restructuring your life does, as reprioritizing does, it brings forward the things that you thought you healed and then laughs at you in a very evil laugh. <laughs> That's not evil. That was really bad. Let me try that again. Okay, that's better. And I'm in a weird mood. Don't worry about it. And it's like, try again. Renegotiate this. Look at this from a different lens, different angle. And so I have had a few rude awakenings over the last couple months. I did a show a couple weeks ago that came out about my postpartum depression struggles. And 
I just noticed and Connor brought forward to me in a, I'm not so sure loving way that I was trying to do everything. And he's like, can you stop? Like, please, you need to slow down. Why do you need to do that today? I was just running around like the queen of productivity. Got to get this done. Got to get this. Clean the house. Do the dishes. Go to the grocery store. Do the laundry. Take care of my baby. Put her down. Go work out. Make sure I get to this meeting. I was like so in my masculine of doing and going and making shit happen. I have a superpower. I make shit happen. My name is Kelly. I have a superpower. It is making shit happen. (laughs) Oh, and in this version of my life, I am trying to take out the whole making and forcing thing. Because as a manifester in my human design, I have the ability to not make it happen, force it to happen. I just say it and allow it and receive it and will it into existence. And I'm over here doing. I'm just doing, 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 because I'm so good at doing, doing, doing. I make up songs about everything now because I'm talking to a six-month-old all day. That's really funny. And I'm like, what are you doing? Literally, what are you doing? I had to tell myself to stop. I had to look at my need to be busy all the time. I have five seconds. I got to be doing something because if I'm not doing something, that means something negative and bad about me. Like I'm a goddamn failure. Finally get my kid down to sleep. She's been fucking crying for God knows how long because she's teething or has to take a shit or needs mommy or is hungry. Whatever the reason. Finally get her down and I'm like, now what can I do? Rather than I'm going to go sit my ass down and read a book or take a bath or just fucking sit in nature. No, I got to go do something. Because in my world, if you're not doing and achieving and creating and making moves, there's something wrong with you. You are failing. That is the story that has been created in my world from a very young age. And as a high achiever, as a perfectionist, as someone who has experienced great success in many areas of her life from a young age, this is so deeply ingrained in me that it is like fucking just the hardest thing ever, right? Sometimes it feels like the hardest thing ever. I did an episode a couple of weeks ago called Choose Your Hard. So I'm choosing my words wisely right now. It's not that fucking hard, but it's uncomfortable and it sometimes doesn't make sense to me. And I'm like, but I have to do this thing because that's my pattern. And, you know, doing equals success. Doing, achieving, people pleasing means people will like me. I will have a stamp of approval from others. That gives me my value. That is not my fucking value. I am very clear on that. And so as I notice this happening, as I notice this string of events perpetuating old patterns and old beliefs and my husband being like, can you not for five seconds? Because you're giving me anxiety with all of your doing. 
I'm like, well, maybe if you did a little more, just kidding, not actually. <sighs> maybe if you vacuumed the fucking floor a little more often, <laughs> I wouldn't feel the need to do it. That's neither here nor there. No, it's so amazing. He's like, can you please not? That doesn't need to get done right now. The world is not going to explode because there's dog hair on the floor. I'm taking account in my life of what matters and what needs to actually be done and what doesn't and can get pushed back. And shifting the lens through which I see my world and myself so that it's not I look around and see all of the problems. We're so good at that. Let me look at the lens through which everything is an issue and problem and something that needs to be fixed. Let me do that for a second. You will never win in that lens. You will never win. There is no winning in the, there are lots of problems. There are only problems. I am the problem solver and fixer. Because I am. I'm really good at that. It's a strength of mine. And the world does not need to be fixed all the time. Shit does not get to need, need to be done all the time. And you might have anxiety listening to me say this, but it is time we shift our lens to what actually matters. What makes me feel good? Not, I need to clean the house because I just have anxiety. I love a clean house. Don't get me wrong. I spent many hours this week in cleaning, but I did it in a way of, I have time. I feel good. I'm cleaning. Uh, what is it in Elf? They're in the shower. I'm singing. <laughs> I'm in the shower and I'm singing. <laughs> I'm in the house and I'm vacuuming. I did it like that. And it felt really good. Because I wasn't looking at my whole world and my house through the lens of everything's wrong and bad and I have to fucking fix it. It was like, ooh, I have some time to swiffer the floor. Let me just dust that shit up. Felt so much better. We have to pull ourselves out of this pattern, you guys. Because we're doing this to ourselves. My husband does not expect my house to be spotless 24-7 slash ever. That's my own thing that I've put on myself. That's my own story about what it means about me if my house is not perfectly clean. So who am I doing it for? What am I doing it for? That's another question I sit with. So part of doing it all as women, especially when you give birth, is that your body is then depleted. Oh, of so much, of rest, of nutrients, of sex. God, just the lack of sex after you have a baby. I mean, are you even like into it? Anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'm just thinking about all the ways that we're depleted and things that are taken from us when we just give, 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 give. And I've talked about this a few times. You guys went ham last month and like, we're all about the Organifi. So I want to share this again because this is landing with you in a profound way. And I think that it's important to continue to share this. So my 
nutrient-dense remineralization process is hot. She hot, okay? And it includes Organifi Red. So I use the red juice as my base. It is just so full of all the antioxidants and it tastes incredible. And then I pair it with Element. Usually I do a raspberry or raspberry or grapefruit, sometimes a citrus. Mix that up. And then I put trace minerals and boron. And um, what else do I put in there? I take it with a vitamin C um, whole food capsule, as well as the Organifi magnesium. This concoction, let me tell you, has absolutely changed my teeth and my hair. Remineralization after having a baby postpartum especially when breastfeeding and you're so depleted, is really, really important. And Organifi, Red Juice, and the Magnesium are staples in my life ever. I mean, I think Roe is six and a half months now. So once I even learned about this, I didn't know this was a thing, you guys. Once I learned about this and I talked with my girlfriend who, if you want to connect with her to better understand what protocols you need to be on for what's happening in your body specifically, DM me. I will connect you with Carolina. But once I learned about this, I was like hellbent on just getting everything like in a better place and being really committed to it. So Organifi, Magnesium, Red Juice, Element, and then all of these supplements and herbs on top of it literally changed everything. My mouth feels so much better. My teeth are not crumbling. My hair is not falling out as much. Amazing. So highly recommend uh, use the code Kelly Moore at Organifi.com slash Kelly Moore and you'll get 20% off. Also, really excited. Dreamland Baby. I've shared about them a little bit. They have the weighted swaddles that we are absolutely obsessed with in this house, but they also finally publicly released the sound machine. Okay. Love this thing. It is compact. It's very cute. It is not on Wi-Fi. So I hate when sound machines and you take them somewhere else and then you can't connect them through Wi-Fi and it's a whole thing and Bluetooth and then it doesn't work. The sound machine is so incredible for in the car because it fits so like easily because it's smaller um, in the car for sound when Roe is being a little fussy and we're in the car for a while and it just helps her calm down. I also love it for travel. It's so easy to use and great for travel. Literally, you push the button on, you pick the fucking sound, you pick the um, light, whatever color you want. They have all the colors and you turn it up or you turn it down and there you are. Like it, they have made it so easy to use this sound machine and she loves it and it works really well for us. Um, so if you have not checked out the sound machine and you are in need of one or maybe you need an extra, um, I was talking to a girlfriend the other day. It's like so nice to have multiple sound machines in your house. You have them in the baby's room. You have it in your room. This morning I brought Rowan to co-sleep with us. She was having a little bit of a tough night. So it was like 3 a.m. I brought her in the room. Um, having the sound machine in there for all of us when we're in the same bed, that's really helpful so that I can sleep better. So if you go to dreamlandbabyco.com in the show notes, use the link Kelly Moore, you will get 20% off all their products 
definitely get the weighted sleep sack. We are in the transition swaddle right now with the arms. So cute. Um, she loves it. And then definitely get the sound machine. We have a huge potential client who's about to say yes to us. Like I'm talking one of the biggest podcasters in the country. When you find out who this is, you're going to be like, holy fucking shit, Kelly, you did that. And I'm going to say, yeah, bitch, I did. And we've been going back and forth on this proposal with this person. And they emailed me on Friday with uh, questions and changes. And I was on the golf course with Connor. And I'm like, this is a huge client. This could change shit for real. I need to get back to them right now. And then I was like, no, I don't. And no, I'm not. So last night when I had time and Ro was asleep and the house was clean and I was just chilling and I had the best weekend, I felt rejuvenated. I was like, I'm going to send that email now. I have some time. I'm going to get some stuff done on a Sunday night before Monday so that I just have more time on my Monday morning with my daughter to just take it slow. Sent that email two days after hearing from this client from a very relaxed place. And everything is fine. My world did not collapse. No one died because I didn't email them within five minutes of receiving their email. And the old me would have been like, this is so-and-so. You better fucking get back to them in the next seven seconds, no matter what you're doing. And this me was like, no, we're not doing that because this person will be fine. And I have boundaries and they have boundaries. And they will, if they are who they say they are and are the type of client I want to work with, will respect the fact that I didn't get back to them on a Friday afternoon because I was out doing something and they'll get back and I will get back to them in a timely manner by Monday morning, which I did. And I came back at it in the energy that I want to attract the type of clients I want to work with. That is life-changing. That is the work in action right there where I say, I could handle this. I can do this. I can be in the doing. I can make shit happen. But where does that lead me? I know where that leads me. I've been there. Rock bottom. Not good. Not fun. Not healthy. Not worth it. How many of you are at your rock bottom or well on your way there because you don't know how to say no? You don't know how to take shit off your plate to prioritize what actually matters. And to say, I am not putting one more thing on my plate. Connor comes to me now. He's like, hey, can we do this? Can we look at that? I'm like, I, I don't have time. I do not have time. I am doing this list of things. If you want that, go do it. And you know what happens? If he really fucking wants it, he goes and does it. Or he says, I'm not doing this without you because this is important for us. I will wait. I'm like, great. I have to, if I want people to respect my boundaries. I have to one, create boundaries. Hi, hello, important step Two, respect my own fucking boundaries. We're in self-betrayal 24 seven piling shit on our plates because we don't respect ourselves enough to say, no, I don't have time. 
I tell Connor all the time, if you want dinner tonight, you better pull out the meat and make the fucking dinner because I don't have time. I'm on calls till five. I want to be present with Ro. I want to play with her when the nanny leaves. You figure it out. 90% of the time he makes dinner. 10% of the time we order dinner. Perfect. We eat. (laughs) We are fed and taken care of. And I don't pile something else on my plate that I literally don't have enough time in the day for nor the energy to work all day, take care of my daughter all day, be up with her all night, and then make a meal? Someone else better fucking figure it out. If they want to eat bad enough, they will find a way to make food or order food. We have it in our heads that we have to do everything all the time and it has to be done right fucking now it doesn't let yourself off the hook there are very few things that are that important that need to be done right now i have priorities throughout my day i want to work out i want to shower i want to wash my hair one to two maybe two times a week I want to sit down and eat meals at a table. I, ideally, I would like to sit at a table and eat the meal. I want to have uninterrupted time working and I want to be present with my daughter. Cleaning the house is not on my priority list every day. On the weekends when I have time, and I can set aside an hour here and an hour there, I get it done. I also pay someone else to do my dishes four to five days a week to unload the dishwasher and do the dishes. And yes, that is a privilege. I get it. Maybe you're not in that situation, but what can you offload? What can you ask for help with? We don't have to be superwoman. I can be superwoman. I can carry the team on my back. I can handle almost everything. I can fill my plate and fill my plate and fill my plate. And it can overflow. And I will still handle it. I don't fucking want to, though. I don't want to. And guess what? You don't have to. It is time for a reckoning in the way we are showing up. Yes, we are capable. Yes, we are talented. Yes, we have the ability to be superwoman. As wives, as moms, as children, as friends, as coworkers, as bosses. Yay me, I can handle so much. Guess what? No one's coming to give you a gold star. You know where that leads you? Fucking misery and sickness and exhaustion. We have to take this hustle, boss babe, I can do anything. Even stay-at-home moms, first of all, praise you, bow down to you. You are my hero. This goes for you too. Whether you are at a quote-unquote job, being a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job in the fucking world, by the way why I don't do it. (laughs) 
Being a stay-at-home mom also leads to this. Just because you are at home doesn't mean you don't get to ask for help. And I hope that you can explain that to your partner in a way that they can receive it. I am in a situation where I work and I am at home and I'm with my daughter. So I'm like full-time mom with help and full-time working. But I work from home. So my ability to navigate that is wonderful and also kind of complicated. And I have a husband who works from home who is very hands-on and that's amazing. That's my dynamic. There are a bajillion other types of dynamics out there. In my dynamic, I ask for help and I say, I'm doing this thing. Please watch our daughter. Nine times out of 10, Connor is ready and available for that. That is a, an agreement that we have in our relationship. Because if I'm doing all these things, I can't fucking do it all by myself, y'all. And neither can you. And we're not meant to. We're not meant to parent alone. We're not meant to work alone. We're not meant to be in this life alone. We are meant to be supported by a village. And yet we keep ending up isolated and alone trying to handle everything by ourselves. And yes, I am fired up and very passionate about this. And I probably sound kind of pissed. I am. Because this culture and this belief system that we have to be superwoman in order to be loved, accepted, cherished, fucking praised is gross to me. I want to be successful. I want to make all the money and I want to run an amazing company and I want to have a great podcast and I want to have an incredible relationship with my husband and I want to be the best mom ever. I'm already fucking nailing it in so many ways. I'm an amazing mom, period. End of sentence. I own that. I know that about myself. I'm a really amazing wife. Are there things that I could be better at? 100%. But I show up in a really beautiful way as a wife for Connor. And I'm willing to do the work and take responsibility. And I think I do a great job there. I have a lot of room to grow as a leader in my company and the way I work with my team and the way I show up in the world as the CEO of Soulfire. But I'm doing pretty good. And I'm a really, really, really good friend. And I've been in a season of kind of, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hermiting because I'm a new mom and I'm exhausted. And so I don't show up as much as I would like to. But I'm very present for my friends when I am with them. And I make time for the people that I love the most. Okay. Knowing that, what else is it that I need to freaking do in my life to have people love me? Nothing. But we are so hellbent on finding all the ways and nitpicking, well, I need to do that thing, or my house isn't clean enough, or I didn't answer enough emails, or I wasn't productive enough this week. We bury ourselves. If you're doing this, get on the wait list for soul strategy. It's all I'm fucking saying. Period. It's in the show notes. Get on the wait list. It's launching soon. It will rock your world. And if you are identifying with this, it's the place for you. When we keep taking on the role of superwoman, we go back into people pleasing and being the good girl and the martyr 
all the things we say we don't want to be anymore. It doesn't all have to get done right now. It doesn't have to get done the way you want it to. See the other thing. Stop delegating to people and then micromanaging them because they're not doing it the way you want them to. Oh, oh, that hurt. I got you deep. I know it hurts so bad. I hear this all the time. Women who delegate to their partners, specifically in heterosexual relationships, they ask the husband to change the diaper, take care of the baby, clean the house, go to the grocery store. And the husband does not do it the way they want. And so then they berate them and they're upset. Bitch, please. Your husband is not going to grocery shop like you. He's not going to take care of the kids like you. He's not going to clean the floor or the counters like you. And he's definitely not putting on the diaper the way you do. Did it get done? Did it get done pretty well? Were there, was there chicken and rice missing from the grocery store, even though it was on the list? Probably. Did you survive? Yes. Did you not have to go to the store and you, you saved yourself two hours? Did you not have to change that diaper so you could go take a bath? Did you not have to clean the house so you could go take a nap or take a walk or go hang out with your girlfriends? Then shut the fuck up and stop complaining. It's okay when things don't get done the way we want them to get done. Let go of your controlling nature and your need to micromanage and just let it happen. Maybe he comes to you and offers. Maybe you don't even have to ask. And you're like, wow, that's great. So you go take the bath and then he gets home from the grocery store and it's not good enough for you. Are you fucking serious? You're going to pick a fight right now. You got to take a bath. Your husband went to the grocery store for you while your baby was sleeping. You got you time. And now you're going to complain about it. Because it wasn't exactly the way you were going to do it. You guys. Do you see in the last 25 minutes that I have been talking the way we bury ourselves? We bury ourselves. We set ourselves up for failure over and over and over in the name of doing things the way we want, a pat on the back, knowing that we're better at grocery shopping than our husbands. Um, congratulations, you win. Like, what is this? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Please be done. You don't have to do it all. And you don't have to do it all right now. Let it go. Superwoman, let her go. People pleasing, martyrdom, checking boxes, constant productivity, good girls, people pleasers, need to accomplish shit. I gotta be busy, otherwise I'm a failure. Slash it out, ladies. Slash, 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 slash. Write a new story for yourself. If you don't want that to be your story, write a new one. What's it going to be? I love you. I'll see you next time. <laughs>